Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Three in a Bar, a podcast where we are joined by a different musician every episode. I'm Seb Philpott. And I'm Verity Simmons. I play the trumpet. And I play the cello. Our guests could be from any part of the music world. We've spoken to pop stars, composers, orchestral musicians, singers, musical theatre performers and lots more. We chat about their careers, ambitions and get a glimpse into what makes each musician unique. Shall we sing the song? Oh, don't make me sing the song! Three, three in a bar! Hey, I tell you what, auto-tune is a wonderful thing. First round's on me. Here we are back again. Yeah, back for another podcast. Three in three. Yeah, we're living up to our name. I wonder how long we can keep this going for. I'm going to say, I'm going to put in the, like, February the (laughs) (laughs) 20-something. I think till at least then. I think so. I I think we can do it. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. You know, I actually... I'm quite enjoying it. Me it's too. Like, oh, rolling another week's rolled around. Let's pop out another podcast. <laughs> yes, it's a good marker of a week. It's a nice, it's a nice bit of regularity, isn't it? In this otherwise yeah. chaotic we- weeks lifestyle. go by, by so quickly, don't they? They flipping do. Yeah. I remember thinking on Friday, I was like, oh, I've got to put another podcast soon. I was like, oh no, it's only Friday, and now it's Monday. <laughs> We're recording Aww. this, and it just goes quickly. Life. Yeah. Life, eh? <laughs> so profound, so profound. Um, Life, have you eh? had a lovely week, though? <laughs> um, yeah, I've had good. a good week. Yeah, just been just been at home, you know. Well, look, you're actually sitting in in your studio right now. Yeah, this is yeah. the fruits of your work at home here, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It's basically that's been my life. Last couple of weeks has been has been finishing off my mu- music studio. Um, it's looking great, been, isn't it? Thanks. Yeah. Um, I mean, this this last couple of weeks has been massive. It's like I've been building panels, I've been hanging them up, which is a hard thing to do, actually, mm. particularly these massive ceiling ones. Right. But but they're, they're there now. And this today, literally this afternoon, I moved my desk. It's a very shoddy desk. It's like a school <laughs> desk. Um, oh, excellent. But, yeah. It's got Have some you graffiti got chewing on gum? it. Is there chewing gum stuck yeah, underneath chew- it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and uh, yeah, got my keyboard on top. It's it's like, it'll do for now. It's what I've been using for the last few years, but uh, I will at some point. I think I'm going to build a, a desk. But but for now, I've got all my stuff in. And Well, that is yeah, excellent. I'm here. We're, we're yeah. doing it, doing a, doing a podcast in it. And then uh, I just tried out playing my trumpet seeing what that sounded like with and some mics and all good sounds nice yeah so far yeah oh well done oh yeah That's it's been great. a big old project probably about yeah well 
since since construction started about 11 months i think Blind. 11, 10 11 months but you so, must feel um, very proud yeah, chuffed very, very proud very, good. Yeah. very proud i feel very proud <laughs> can you feel proud. proud can you feel proud about yourself is that i think you can I always feel like can that's, you don't, I'm really proud feel, of myself. I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> I usually am, but about small things like not eating a full bag of licorice all sorts in one sitting or, I don't know, completing solitaire. <laughs> small, small <laughs> things make me proud of myself. <laughs> I think that's fine. Yeah, not building a you. studio. but So I think you've got plenty of, plenty of grounds to feel proud. It's yeah. very no, good. Yeah, have you got, can you do one of those things, those videos where you speed everything up and make it like a year, you know, like they do with like a plant growing or something where you can make a year go by really quickly in yeah. the video form. Could you do that? Have I you could got do enough that. footage that you could do that? I with? actually did. I did film a lot of it along the way, but the last, right. the last few, last month or so, I haven't really done much, which is, been, oh. and this has been the good bit. Yeah. You might need to mock that up, mightn't you? <laughs> just do it again. Yeah, exactly. I've done a bit, a little bit, but I just, oh, you know, you just want to get on with it. You, yeah. you don't want to be like, oh, I've got to set the camera up. and no. <laughs> I'll see what I've got. I might have some stuff that I can, I'll put some stuff together. I was going to do like a YouTube channel. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to do that yeah. now. Yeah. Much do There's plenty of time for all of these things. You can do that. I know. That. But that's the thing. I, I, I just wanted to get it done like, rather than faff around with them. Um, you know, making YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, quite. Yeah. Well, here <laughs> we are. Taken two years. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. It was the right choice. Hey, yeah. uh, shall we? Shall we let our listener in on who we've got this week? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This week on Three in a Bar, it is harpist Camilla Pay. Yeah. Now. Yeah. We had done. We know Camilla. Millie, she is a delightful human being, and we were really pleased that she agreed to come on. And we've done mm. a lot of research, done our background checks. I've got yep. no background checks. She doesn't need background checks. She's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> she sent in her DBS, and it yeah. was all fine. She she checked out. Okay, we were pleased. Uh, yeah, we had a list of questions, and then maybe two days before, you sent me a message, didn't you, saying, "Have you have you listened to this this podcast?" with the yeah. excellent Nate Williams called In Session with Nate Williams featuring yeah. Camilla Pate. And uh, I know I, I had a listen and he basically asked her everything, everything there is to know about her fantastic career. And he covered it really well, didn't he? <laughs> really well, yeah. So that was good, but actually, because it meant that we could do a slightly different angle. Yes. Um, which was quite fun. It was So really maybe we fun. might do more of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See what you think, listener. See see if you like the new uh, the new way of doing things. Um, all more will be explained in the in the episode. Uh, should I just give you a little? Um, should I just give you a little biography of her? Or do you have one? Oh, up have you there? got one there? You look, like, you look like you were looking at one. I'm, I'm just thinking. I've still got the article. Are I was you reading, reading the, the news BBC. again? <laughs> yes. I'm just trying to get off that bit of news I was reading earlier. No, I've got it now. I've got it. Do you, want me to, okay. do you want me to read it? Please. From her website, about Camilla. 
Camilla Pay is a London-based freelance professional harpist, hugely in demand for session work, concerts and live events. She graduated from the Royal Academy of Music and has since been made an associate there for her outstanding contribution to the music world. So, you know, she's very good (laughs) and Mm, has done a lot. She continues to forge a unique career combining the concert platform, recording studio and television. She's worked for loads and loads of people, including John Legend, Ellie Goulding, Sam Smith and Morrissey. And she's been on loads of film soundtracks, including Matilda, which she talks about a bit in this episode. And she's also been on Strictly Come Dancing, The Graham Norton Show, and as you'll hear, Dancing on Ice. (laughs) I shan't say any more about that just yet. No, a long list of artists. Uh, We would say, go and check out Nate Williams's podcast because it's it's brilliant. He really, he really gets in depth about talk about the harp, talk about um, Camilla's excellent career. Uh, we don't really talk about any of that, you know. So, <laughs> so if you come here for that, then um, head on over to to Nate Williams's podcast. And I've, I've been checking out the whole back catalogue of his. Um, he's been doing it every week since about October, I think. Has he? That's very good. And um, and they're brilliant. They're really really good he's got a really nice um sort of vibe very yeah very relaxed and and gets some gets some good stuff out of people he's a multi-instrumentalist session musician and obviously knows lots of different people so he's got a very diverse range of uh of musicians on his podcast so go and check it out if you love yeah if you love obviously you love your music podcasts go and check out this one linked yeah, in do. the uh, description that's right. Uh, I think we should get into the um, into the chat, as they say. Yes, come on, let's go and let's go and have a nice get to know you session with Camilla Pay. Yeah, you join us in in Camilla Pay's front room in her house. Lovely, um, it was too. Her husband Bob may make a, an appearance. Bob Knight, <laughs> who we've also had on the podcast. Yes, back in twenty twenty one. No, was it really? Yeah, it was. Flipping heck. We recorded it in January 2021. Oh my God, time really does fly. Yeah, two years ago. So um, there you go. Uh, Feel free to go and listen to that one after this as well. But before you do that, (laughs) go and listen. Listen, but before you do that. (laughs) (laughs) But... Don't do that right now. Listen to the next bit of the podcast. This is Camilla Pay. Hello. Um, hello. <laughs> How are well, you doing? Welcome to your own living room. <laughs> Thank you so much for inviting me here. <laughs> From uh, the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, thanks for making us tea. There's biscuits. Uh, we're going to be um, sensitive to our listeners' ears and not eat them. We're just going to look at them. Unless, Delayed gratification. Yeah, yeah, we'll look at them and afterwards. Yeah, we should we'll have, have really gone in beforehand. I'm disappointed. That's all right. right the choco leaving. I'm fully leaves. caffeinated and biscuited up, so. <laughs> Thank God. Good to it's, go. <laughs> all bases covered. Excellent. Uh, right, so we, we had um, big plans about asking about your life and career. Big time. And then yesterday we listened to the frankly excellent podcast you did with Nate Williams. In session with, which covered every single thing about your career. Millie, it's so, so good. It's so it was good. Really good. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Well, sorry if that overlapped. But I thought, do you know no, what? Actually, it's, it's only quite 
session based that kind of route and and the basis of where I came from but there's a big old load of other stuff that goes in there you know I kind of focused in on that one route but everything else around it there's a lot of stuff this is no criticism (laughs) it was in no way I'm saving all the rubbish gigs to talk to you oh great I love it I've I've got the nursing home gigs no they weren't rubbish they were lovely and the cruises I mean there was so much so much stuff you don't just instantly go yeah here I am well yeah but you say all this but we then so we went back to our drawing boards and said, well, why don't we just ask Millie a whole load of other stuff about mm. her life and get to know maybe a different side to her? How do you feel about that? That sounds good to me. You don't mind going rogue? I'll go rogue. Now, uh, Millie, <laughs> to start this off, I don't think there's any good jumping off point with the questions we have, to be honest. Seb's are largely transport-based, I've noticed. Um, yeah. I sort my, of, oh, I am good at transport. You sort, sort of say what you see as I was on my way here. <laughs> um, do you want... Why don't we do this? Why I sort of circle my thing around and then you say stop and that is going to be the first question. Okay. We're ready. We're steady. We're going. Okay. I've got... <laughs> This is a good one. No, I'm not, I'm not praising myself, but I'm quite interested to see what you're talking <laughs> Did you write this one? <laughs> yes, this I can tell. Yes. <laughs> Already laughing. Okay. I have this recurring anxiety dream um, that involves Rick Ashton. And basically in this, in this dream, it's, it's really weird. It genuinely is. It's always the same. Do we need to say who Rick Ashton is for anyone yeah, who doesn't know? Yeah, he's an old friend of the podcast. He's a French horn player, as will become clear. And um, is not in any way anxiety-inducing in real life. He's a very calming influence, isn't Very he? calm man. Yeah, okay, well, this is part of the problem, you see. So in the dream, we'll be backstage at a theatre. I think it's probably the Dominion. Um, it's all dark. It's like minutes going on. And he says, oh, God, I can't, I can't do this. I've got to go and do something. Bit of Some, something. In disclose, yeah, I imagine. Oh, I forgot about it. Just take the horn, go and do it. I'm like, I don't play the horn, Rick. I've never played it. I don't know how to transpose in that key. I don't know how to. He's like, oh, come on, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Just take it, get out there, go on. Honestly, you'll be fine. And I know in my heart, I will not be fine. And he just leaves me with his horn and I have to go and sit on there and I just go on stage and everyone starts playing. I'm like, right, okay, here's my entry. I don't even know what that note is or looks like. And it's just like, and I'm thinking, am I getting away with this? And I know I'm not getting away with this it. This is so familiar. Do this you is have so familiar. And this is, gonna, this is going to freak you out because <laughs> I do often have that dream and it's all sorts of different instruments. But the latest one I had of that dream some time ago, and I have told her, involved Laura Malhurish, <gasps> Rick Ashton's wife. Wow. So exactly the same scenario. Sylvia rang, rang me up, Sylvia Addison. Oh, hello, love. I'm not going to try and do impressions. That's, that's just going to come out rude. Um, and she said, oh, I've been let down by the first violin. We're doing Les Mis in concert, which yeah. we did together oh, a yeah, couple yeah, of shows, yeah. didn't we? Um, just wondering if you can come and fill in. And I went in um, thinking, yeah, you know, I know all the tunes from that. We love a bit of Les Mis, don't we? Yeah. And um, turn up. Laura's on on second, so I'm like, oh, Laura, at least you can help me out. And I'm like, actually, why don't you do the Bring Him Home solo and I'll just play second violin like that was going to be all right <laughs> and then start. But I've had it where I've turned up and 
the strings, my harp strings are made out of shoelaces. That was one I remember. But then my real anxiety dreams always involve a rat. I hate rats. And I know if I'm stressed about something, somewhere there's going to be like a rat in the dream. Oh, no. Awful. I think I'd rather play second violin on Lamez. Yeah. Have you had rats here in the house? Uh, Touchwood, no. No, we've been here 10 years, non-rat based. (laughs) Here comes a rat. Throw a hat and shout, rats! (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Bob Knight, friend of the Three in the Bar podcast. Hello, Bob. Hello. I've got to go. Oh. Maybe we can have a cuddle if I'm still here. You're still here when we get back. Yeah. Oh, that would be lovely. Be lovely. Yeah, that would be nice. We'll, uh, no, we'll hang around. We'll wait for that. Yeah, we won't leave. It's worth waiting for. A lovely Bob hug. You're going to pick up some drums. It's going to go and sort the rats. Right, I'm just turning down your microphone a bit. Oh, it's, it's so, such a good idea. It's very in my ears. It's because it's I'm like good. It's good. It's not good, Seth. We know that it's not good. The sound of your laughter is just such a tonic. Oh, I have to say, I could just listen to the podcast for hours just to get that infectious oh, laugh yeah. in. So it goes don't, right don't turn me. it down on my head. No, it's great. It's, it's good. It, maybe you don't like it, but everyone else does. Yeah. Yeah. If not, That's listen, let us know. Yeah. Don't let me know, please. Let's have no. He can, he can come up with some nice line to make it soften the blow. Yeah. Come, okay. That was a great answer. Well done. Yeah. How funny that we're, we're both involving the Ashtons. That's so our, interesting, and, though. Yeah, it is what interesting. What is it with that family? Do you think it's because they're so calm yeah. and chilled that it's our stress? Yes, that we're, we're trying to balance our stress against their calm i mean how they navigate all the amazing things that all the family do love it in fact those three girls um millie ella and etty etty the youngest who plays the harp actually my harp harp sisters um they are kind of responsible for us making the decision or me making the decision to maybe having a second child because i saw them with Laura when Millie came in to dep on Pinocchio at the National Theatre. She came in, first time depping on a show um, for Tom Pickett Smith. Loads of solos, quite hard, so calm, absolutely breezed it, beautiful playing. And afterwards, everyone came to the bar and I just saw the three <coughs> sisters together, Laura, Mother Hen, but, you know, matey, but still mum. And I thought, oh, it's really nice having siblings, isn't it? That's a really lovely thing. And then about a year later, little Claudia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So in those moments when I'm juggling two children, it's the car going, piano, stage, where's I'm like, thanks, Laura. <laughs> yeah, cheers for that. Yeah. I had a, a very, very similar thing when I met, all the all the girls and and got to know Laura. I knew Rick from before, but I, yeah, got to know Laura. We did a show together, and then just a little thing at Arts Ed, and yeah, and just because um, Ella was at Arts That's Ed, right, as well. yeah. so and but the we, and Laura would be driving us back and forth between South London and there, and and the the way that Laura was chatting to Ella, and then Millie would be on the phone. I was like, they're just like they're friends. Yeah, but, it's but dreamy. Also, as you say, there's still there's a motherly yeah because you don't I don't like that friends, thing of. But, parents saying oh my child is my best friend I don't think your child needs you to be your best friend to be the best friend because they can make their own best friend you're that particular role but to have that level of friendliness Mm. and you know chatting open communication I just think it's just it's just goals isn't it yeah it's so inspiring so I've I've spoken to Millie about it as well recently I was like so what 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 were they like like when when you when you were 
when younger were they were they like friends to you but she said actually they were so disciplined with them they were mm. really hard-lined about certain things yeah making them go up and say hello to people yeah and like if they've done something wrong making them say sorry and just making sure they sort of they knew the rules but then within that then they everyone knew I how think to that's be. what young people want isn't it little people want to know where those boundaries are if you set them out really clearly mm. then they all almost feel like they have the freedom of doing whatever they want to do because they know where those boundaries are and they're not going, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing, shouldn't be going up and saying hello to somebody. They just know what the right course is. Yeah. Yeah. How do you boil an egg? I am so unexacting with my cooking I'm a bit the like the old school ready steady cook that I just sort of fling things together in hope so I'm chuck it in oh I think that's probably been about four minutes that'll do and then it's it's quite exciting that moment where you're where you (laughs) open the egg and you're like oh it's not I've gone too far And then, God. and then, just disappointment. Minutes, so that, that, that's got to be on the on the underside, isn't it? Well, I don't know. Depends what you're going for. Well, it depends how long I think four minutes is, though. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you wouldn't ever use a clock. <laughs> I mean, it's just your internal metronome. Man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> all that, you, those years of session playing has really paid off. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Got my BPM. God, that was something that happened when Claudia was uh, was also in process. That we went to one of those um, scans, and you know they they scan for the heartbeat, they get the BPM. I went in with Bob, obviously. And Bob's like, I reckon that's about 146. And the sonographer, <laughs> sonographer, no, sonographer, is that the right word? Sonographer. Uh, I, I can't remember what those people are called, but yeah, yeah. she just sort of turned around, went, "Whoa, Rain Man." <laughs> <laughs> Rain Man. <laughs> yeah, Was no, right, I though? don't have I don't have an internal egg metronome, unfortunately. It's a bit hit and miss. I do love a good boiled egg yeah. with a Marmite soldier. I think it's fine to still call them soldiers when you're an adult. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a marmite on the soldier. And if you too, don't feel it's fine, just have a couple of kids. Then it's okay yeah. to go. <laughs> what would you call Dip it if it wasn't? What wouldn't it? It's only a soldier, isn't it? Fingers. Yeah. Fingers. Mm. Mm. No, it, it gets worse actually. I, th- I think yeah. soldiers fine. I'm sure yeah. they've rebranded it. If you went for a fancy brunch somewhere, it'd be sort of mm. you know morsels of bread coated mm. with. But uh, lightly wetted with Marmite. (laughs) (laughs) When you turn up to a session, whose face are you most hoping to see? Um, That would always be Eliza Marshall, probably. My flute playing friend, if it's a big orchestral session. And quite often now we're like, oh, are you on this day? Are you on that day? But I feel like we really kind of came up through the ranks of session playing together and... Some time ago, it would always be a little bit uh, overwhelming that there were so many amazing musicians in the room, often quite a lot older than us, like just one generation up and then generation beyond. Um, So we always used to kind of cling to each other in the breaks a little bit. And um, she is just my rock of um, being a sounding board and confidence giving. So we've played together since the end of Academy. We didn't actually play together at Academy we got together the year after because her and Nick Ellis, who we also play in a trio together, just wanted to do a cruise and they didn't want to have a piano with flute and clarinet. So they said, oh, do you fancy coming and doing this cruise with us? And we got on so well. Oh, classic. And Where did you go? it was so nice. Um, we did quite a few in the end. So I'm trying to remember the first one I think was 
one of those Norwegian fjords mm. ones. Um, and I'm I'm not a massive cruise fan, but it was a really good way at the time of seeing lots of places and just getting an idea of places that you wanted to go back to. Are you um, good on the sea? Because we no, took, terrible. I, did you have to have the old injection in the bum? We oh. had one. We had one of those. So yeah. Eliza and I did one together, just the duo, and we hadn't even got out of Dove, like the Bay of Biscay bit. Yes. At Dove. Is that the, where it is? No, it's like the English Channel, and it was. <laughs> it was so. It was so not anywhere exotic. The Cape but of it Hope. was really stormy and awful and all we had to do was two concerts a week you know it was a really light workload and we were on this boat I always get told off for calling the boat this ship um yeah it was just not even that big so you felt every wave and we were right at the front of the ship and we'd feel it kind of rising 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 knowing you're slamming back down and Luckily, Bob had packed this little treats bag for us that had Haribo sweets in it. I remember just reaching out for the Haribo sweets. And we were in this windowless cabin for about two days, not being able to move without being sick. And Liza's actually really hardy. I'm the worst. She's a she's an adventurer. Um, but we just we ended up crawling to the doctor on board, just getting that injection. Yeah. And then did our first concert with um with sick bags in our pocket just in case oh. <laughs> and can you imagine playing the harp like with the waves going the harp's kind of rocking back and forth and you're just catching it oh it's god going hideous Awful. but you know then we got some nice days in the sun but yeah i digress but yeah. i must have done about five years doing one or one or two a year just a week at a time or something it was good fun you get to know somebody very well and you're sharing a cabin together. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. just go, you want one more Haribo just to get us through the night? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So it must she have would be my out person. You guys are in a trio together. Yeah, still. we yeah. still are. And that was one of the kind of happy um, things that happened through COVID. The, that if you're in a, a trio, I mean, just don't know how people manage to keep their chamber groups going once they're all freelance, because the chances of you all being free at the same time gets narrower and narrower. And so we got together after that cruise and thought this actually works really well. And we were all really similar people and quite easy in terms of rehearsing. It just never felt like there was any kind of um, wall of what you could say or where you could take pieces to. It was just so lovely and wholesome um, that we used to organise our own little tours and write off to all the music societies and then around that Eliza went to a Steiner school and they have these communities called Camp Hill communities that get people that would probably not manage in the real world on their own um, into these communities where they could farm and they could make instruments and we would go and do music workshops with these people. It was just glorious and you know the the unbridled reaction you get from some of these people. They're really into music as part of their life. So they were used to sitting through concerts. So we'd try and put a few things in that were familiar to them. And so we finished one of our concerts with a little encore of Fields of Gold by Sting. And this guy just stands up, punches the air like his football team have won, <laughs> you know, the, the trophy or whatever. And he goes, I know him. I know him. I know Sting. 
<laughs> it's amazing. Like just, it, just. Was it one of the police? He was. <laughs> Bob had that before when he did live music. Now I remember somebody sort of ushering J-Boy that was the bass player in their band into the parking space and was going, go back, go back, go back, crash stop and like <laughs> oh he wasn't one of the staff he was just uh, one of the guys that lived in within the house oh, no. <laughs> oh whoopsie whoopsie um but yeah so that was amazing and you know what i think i didn't do a postgrad at academy i went and did all these concerts with Eliza and Nick and actually sometimes i think you learn so much more from musicians playing another instrument than playing your own instrument because you kind of can begin to allow yourself well I just have a slow down at this bit and then no no you've got to think like you're breathing uh, all the different just the music rather than the instrument so I learned so much from those two and owe them a lot so it's really lovely when we got to the second lockdown maybe we were just like let's get together and play because just miss playing with people it didn't really matter to what ends and we were just revisiting old things and then it transpired that Nick had found this piece that was written for our combination by Elizabeth Poston who was um this really interesting character she was a spy in the Second World War and she was only famed a bit of one hit wonder for that Jesus Christ the apple tree carol that people would recognize if they heard it um it? i don't know it, no. well can you sing it no <laughs> <laughs> people might know it if you sing it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> only for your patreon um so we decided that, that that was meant for us. No one had ever recorded it before. We you know, we've been playing together since 2001 and never heard of it. So it kind of snowballed from there that we've like, we must get this recorded. So then we approached a couple of record labels and Convivium Records said, yeah, that would be amazing. And they're quite a choral based record labels. So they were really interested. And through that, we found a few other pieces and it kind of re- we were reborn as a group again. So we're trying to keep that going because I think it's hard when you're freelance, you just want to say yes to what people ring you up with. If you're free, yeah, get on with it. But it's hard to keep your control of your own projects. So I'm trying to redress that balance and say, well, we can still do this as well as, and just sometimes things will come in and I'll say, no, I'm already doing stuff with the trio that day so it's actually it's a great feeling isn't it when you do that yeah to go really i'm empowering. taking control mm. yeah really really important yeah oh. so so that's a happy outcome of a otherwise bonkers time yeah oh we got really close to music oh there, we did there we? for a second oh um, i'm so sorry see it always comes God back round again <laughs> you know when you're waiting on a train station platform and a freight train comes through do you ever wonder what would happen if you jumped on 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 top of the freight train, yeah. we're not talking like we're a, not, a, a low not, one that's carrying some coal or something. Yeah, I some, some stones. I think I'd be more <laughs> likely to be like stepping back away from the edge of the platform. I wouldn't. That's I what wouldn't they be, advise, isn't it? Yeah, I wouldn't I mean, be the. Good, I wouldn't be the response. one thinking like, oh, shall I have a? Shall I have a go? If you just had a little the bag inner, with, with a few pairs of pants. The inner in James and, Bonds. Yeah, you just you had what you needed for a couple of days. Are you trying to ask me if I'm the next James Bond? Is Are that you? what you really want to yeah, know? Yeah, I is. can't divulge that sort of information. You've signed an NDA, haven't you? We got a tip off. <laughs> 
Yeah. Now, now James Bond drives a Mondeo estate. <laughs> you never saw that one coming. But you are in a live action film though, right? You do, you do it, is it Little Mermaid? Yeah, Little Mermaid. And so we spoke yeah. to Ben Marshall about this before he was allowed to talk to us about it. I had to do a lot of editing on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say I did. Seth yeah. did, obviously. I mean, I, who knows if I'm even allowed to talk about it now, but there's a trailer out now. So I could talk about the trailer. But are you I, in I the can trailer? Also, I can also, t- well, some of the music from the, oh. the trailer. I'm not, um, yeah, I'm not sure. There's Because we actually, there are a couple more pickup sessions for it. So we're still, oh, are they okay? still okay. in process. I did do a little bit of the Beauty and the Beast live action one. So I'm, I'm no stranger to Disney, but... <laughs> Oh, I love a bit that. of Disney. You're on screen, are you? Uh, no, no. So I'm not on screen on The Little Mermaid. Oh. I am on the soundtrack. But um, again, this might be editable if it's not allowed. I'm yeah. sure it, I'm sure it will be by the time uh, this comes out, it will be nearly out, hopefully, because yeah, it's been over two. It was 2020, yeah. February, we started sessions for it. The so trailers three, are in the cinemas, aren't wow. they? So, yeah. Because yeah. usually, like, the music's the last thing that's Exactly. Is done. But maybe you have to save this for after the film comes out. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, they did. sorts of you know kickback going well in my head a fantastical uh being mermaid doesn't look like Haley Berry and you think well I how do you that. know how how many mermaids have yeah. you how many mermaids have you seen I hate um, those people yeah really really no British time for them mermaids. Just, just <laughs> white British mermaids well, yeah that's for Brexit yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my image yeah um, and she she's just fabulous. And uh, Alan Menken was there with you oh. know a tear in his eye, saying this is you know so special. I'm like, it's more than special for everyone involved. I mean, absolutely, to, yeah. To, to um, was it thirty thirty years probably? Oh, yeah, no, so I think the, the yeah. So I think we are sort song. of prime nostalgia generation mm. because that was yeah, kind that, of that's been you know, a really inspirational thing for you like growing up watching disney film there's yeah. harp all over it yeah i mean that's the that's the thing you kind of pick out isn't it all that disney dream se- sequence mm. thing um and then you fight against going no no the harp's so much more than that yeah. and then actually you come back to me and go yeah it does do yeah. does do the dreamy <laughs> stuff quite well doesn't it yeah Sorry, I feel like uh, we're covering music. Yeah, we are. But can I just ask one more thing on that note? Um, Is there anything then that you listen to or you see and you hear yourself and you go, oh, yeah, that's me? Well, the nicest thing that's happened this this last, like, six months was just after Christmas, I took Rosie to the cinema to see the Matilda film. (gasps) And I did all the harp on that. I was second harp on um, Little Mermaid, but I did all the harp on that. And it felt just so... Yeah, so lovely because I remember when you've got a captive audience of a, of a little daughter and you're a wannabe West End singer in your head, but not outwardly. No, I used to just entertain her just jumping around the coast saying, when I grow up, did it? And she'd be like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then that came out, we did all those songs. And, I, you know, like you were asking about who's the, the favourite person to turn up and see in the studio. I looked out, I was in a booth in, in there and looked through the hall and air and just looked around and there were just 
all my friends. And I just thought, this is just glorious. And Beth Simmons was on bass and Liza was on flutes and just amazing people, Tom Reese Roberts, Toby Coles, all of our crew, um, and just thought this is just lovely and the music's great and it's fun and songs. So that was a real kind of like, it's such really a good nice film as well, isn't it? It's joyous. Really joyous. Have you seen it yet? I still haven't seen it yet. Oh, no. It's good. No, it's really good. I need to book um, a babysitter and go and watch it. It's <laughs> a real luxury going to the cinema when you've got yeah. little kids, isn't it? Yeah. You just don't do it. But we've we've gone out. We went to see the Whitney film last week. Oh, how is it? Oh, well, it's, it's amazing. They've got so many full um, recordings of her actual voice singing the songs that then the actress lip syncs along to so it's really powerful and they've done it really tastefully because I did watch the uh, there was a documentary film I think I watched in lockdown um and they sort of they get all the information across about the drugs and the bad stuff but it's done really nicely and it's a real celebration of just how incredible she was and you just forget like song after song because it kind of goes through chronologically think I don't know that we've ever like heard a singer like that before or since it's insane some of her vocals and then just so horribly sad to see how you can be that talented but just not happy in the full yeah so sad do you come away from it afterwards feeling sad or are you coming away feeling just like that was a joyous yeah I think an overwhelming sort of sadness at the waste yeah the mm. waste of that talent that there was there was should have been more to give but then you go well no what what a back catalogue obviously the next morning I've got Whitney on Spotify <laughs> yeah. yes lip syncing around the kitchen myself <laughs> but did she have quite an intense sort of period where she was recording those albums of and that where the, the hits were, were out, you know, it was like, mm. was it like sort of the first, like the first couple of albums would be huge, weren't they? And yeah. Just, um, but then, then did she sort of tail off and then get into the, the darker side of? Her? Well, I don't know. I mean, it was kind of alluded to that it was it was already happening in her childhood that her brothers maybe like there was sort of a scene. The brothers, are, I don't want to spoil, no, 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 but no. I mean, it's it's out there. But I no. think as a sort of underlying thing that it was already perhaps low level there that there was that but then after those big hits I think it's very hard I don't know whether it's an artist thing that it's a specific sort of temperament that leads you to become that person or whether you are that person to start with to then become an artist that's the question I've asked myself a lot because we've met worked seen with seen a lot of people singers especially not so much instrumentalists I feel like we have a bit more of a balance because not in the main spotlight that either turn into a nightmare (laughs) or are a nightmare um Mm. just in their kind of in their life bit you know obviously amazing at what they do else they wouldn't be there and I'm I, I don't know if you'd wish it for somebody it seems hard to sustain doesn't it a normal down-to-earth personality and being at the front of the mothership. And people can be in the band for years and and, and fine, but it's those people at the front. I think it's quite quite natural to to be in that, if you're in that environment where you're being pushed by like record labels and and you're the star, you're the face of it, to be, to start being a bit more demanding or, 
or to start mm. believing the hype or and you can do, kind of do whatever you want if you are the star and you're being successful yeah if you do follow certain thoughts or you know people will just sort of go okay yeah what do you need yes and, it's and exactly that it. it's not having anyone to say no to you yeah um and then also maybe when you can have everything then where do you go from that point? It starts sort of almost to turn inward and become destructive with the things that you do. Yeah. Because you're like, well, I've done everything fun that's legal. So, yeah. 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 I and, don't know. There's an interesting one. The, you know, instrumentalists or backing singers or people in the band that you can't really act like that because you... No, you wouldn't work again. You won't work. You can act like that for one tour. Yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> Choose the point that you want to retire <laughs> and then we'll see the diva within. Yeah. Oh, look, that was one of your questions. Oh, yeah, Got any retirement actually. plans? Yeah. I think you, we found out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you have any big retirement plans? <laughs> I don't when, want to you... stop. I don't want to stop playing. I think that's the retirement plan is just yeah. to, to look after yourself <clears throat> well enough that you can still do a bit of what makes you you. Because I think, actually, that was one thing we realised in lockdown is that it's so intrinsically part of who you are playing isn't it and I've tried yeah. to kind of un unwrap the bit of going you're a good person because you played well tonight I'm trying to kind of pack those into separate parts going I can still go home and be a, a good parent and a good friend even if I made a mistake at work that's not all related but I think I would just really miss it so I think that's you know doing the the stuff that you don't have time to do now um playing wise and maybe a bit more travel but yeah once the girls are grown up maybe a bit more holidaying in the sun i love yeah, a bit sun. i always think yeah. about that i think about wearing a big sun hat and swanning around the world i've just started white lotus <laughs> and i'm thinking hawaii oh, swan hat oh. <laughs> but maybe maybe though you know, i think it would not? really suit you a lovely big swan hat oh, here she comes yes, very around the world. Swan hat. i don't know what a swan hat is well, nor do I, but now no. I've got an image in my head. What did you say? I said swanning around the world oh in a big God. hat, but you've just put it all together. That's okay. <laughs> the words enter my brain, I just whiz them up. Yeah. I'll just be around the world in a big swan hat. Okay, good. <laughs> I think I'd like Heard to pay my mortgage off by a certain time so mm-hmm. I didn't have to earn any money ever. Yeah. And then if I do get any work... Or I'll You're be doing making my own work, making just making cool stuff, making in my great studio. music, making stuff, yeah. sweet beats. Yeah, that's it. Sweet beats. I'll be selling beats packs <laughs> on YouTube, um, <laughs> and yeah, you can do what you like, and yeah. that's the dream. And, and also, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and watch matinees every every day with oh. my wife. Lovely. Oh, get, on the, lovely. get on the train up to London and so what's on at the National? Oh, lovely. That sounds perfect. What yeah. a good idea. Yes. That's my aim. Six, yeah. I mean, by, by the time I'm, well, 65, I guess. But I still want to, still book me though, if, if you're in the future. <laughs> my future. Any sessions, I'm well up for those. <laughs> I'm still available. <laughs> I'm going to see a matinee on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. What are you seeing? Just, just um, booked in with Eliza. We're going to go and see Mandela. Oh, What's that about? So, so, so uh, the young Vic, got, oh, I think yes. it's got bad, uh, yeah, yeah, bad yeah, yeah, reviews, yeah. but we don't trust the critics, do we? No. So we'll go and have a look. That's right. Tell who, you about it on the next playing, one. Um, I've no Mandela. idea. I've no idea. No. No idea. I like to young keep Vic's this in mysterious. Yeah, I haven't been for a long time. I went to see, um, what's it called? What's that one? Uh, Do it charades. Death of a Salesman. <laughs> oh yeah, how was that? With Wendell Pierce. Oh and, yes. Um, 
Sharon D. Clark. It was amazing. Oh. Yeah. Um, did you did you do Fun Home? Was no. That, no. No, there was no, no harp, harp on that. that. That was Ni- Nigel, Nigel Lily, Lilly did it, did it who there, we did Follies with. Can we take yeah. a moment to talk about Follies? Oh, yeah, let's do that. <gasps> Follies at the National Theatre. I can't that believe was... I missed seeing that. I can't believe so I would have loved to have seen that. There is, um, well, it was in the cinema, so that yeah. there may be a way of watching it somehow. Oh, yeah. Maybe you can buy it off, off the National Theatre. But... Yeah, sometimes they do yeah. those kind of uh, screen at home things in National, don't they? Yeah, I, I went to watch it in the cinema about a year ago. Oh, did like, you? Just coming out, actually Barney, my brother, he bought... Um, he bought a ticket, he couldn't go in the end. So I just went on my own. Oh, and just sat and watched it. I was like, oh, that was such oh, a beautiful time. Everything gorgeous. about it. Yeah. Just working at the National Full Stop is amazing. Mm. And I think to redress the balance of always oh, always hard for women in the workplace, they were so kind to me because we did up the first half of it, 2017. And then 2019, it came back, but yeah. Claudia was about. 10, 12 weeks old when it was coming back. And I really wanted to do it because we'd had such a lovely time the first time round. Um, but I just didn't know if that was humanly possible. And they were so kind of said, right, you can do this X number of shows as long as we've got somebody consistent to cover the other bits. And, oh, I used to dash off in two, it was, I'm still here. Ironically, I wasn't still there because there was no interval, was there? There was no interval. I used to run back to the dressing room, had four and a half minutes, express a bit of milk for the next time, and then run along the corridor. I knew the lyric. The the lyric to get to where you sort of dash back and go, make sure I've buttoned up the shirt. And too many mornings, off we go. Oh, it was so fun though. And just working at that place with the with the bar in the building, having to go past the bar and go, no. Not staying for a drink. Oh, okay, just one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the famous just yeah. one. Yeah, oh, what yeah. a joy. It's a great yeah. place. You're, you're working there. Come on. I am. Soon, right? yeah. In oh, March. What show, what show, what show? Uh, standing at the Sky's Edge. Amazing. I'm taking over from Gabby Swallow. Fabulous. friend of the pod who's going to be in Australia with you. Yeah. Oh, is that yeah. Rob Bryden, Australian? Rob Bryden, yeah. Oh, oh amazing. Yes. Oh, well, everybody's got a glorious year coming up then. I know. It's exciting, isn't it? I know. What are I love Rob Bryden. Well, oh, that's oh. good. That's very good. You've got to get your Welsh Proper accent Swansea on. If, accent if you if you play the harp, you've got to be quite good at yeah. doing the Welsh accent. Because <laughs> yeah. if you want to go to St David's Day booking, you've got to be able to pull that out of the bag, isn't it? That's really Have you good. got an it's alter like... ego? Um, yeah, Ruth Jones. Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn. <laughs> so many Welsh harpists. So many Welsh harpists. But I'm not Welsh, nor have I got any Welsh in the family. But, you know. I've hung around them enough. It's such a sing-song, lovely mm. accent, isn't it? Did you ever used to do like Ice Steadfords or anything like that? No, no. I mean, I was trawled through some other music competitions, but... Phew, yeah, yeah. No. You didn't have to go and face off against a really scary pack of Welsh players. A pack and Neris. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Neris plays a harp as well. I know. Yeah. Yeah. She's got a harp in her front room. Yeah. Oh. So does Chris Augustine. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Yeah. I see. I've I... seen him play. Well, he played for us once on like a little thing for an advent calendar, online advent calendar. It was so yeah. lovely. He's such a big guy, like so built up with this tiny little harp. <laughs> it's Amazing. just a lovely image. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's the battery life like on your phone? Um, it's pretty good at the moment because Bob got me uh, a new phone from Back Market. I'm sure other refurbishment Ooh. sites are available. But excellent if you want to get yourself a new iPad or anything. It's just all refurbished, much cheaper, oh, but yeah. they've got good battery life. I'm looking for a new phone. Um, I'm, I'm frustratingly um, not very good at charging my phone at night. So I like to, I'm, I don't like it, but I tend to live on a sort of, you know, 40, 50% when yeah. I go out, live life on the edge. Oh, do you? Oh, it's not good though. When you sort of 10% on the way home thinking, I really want to scroll through some rubbish on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, But then it. will it let me out at the other end if I... Yeah, because you don't carry yeah, cards or No, I've nice. got it all on my phone. But I, somebody yeah. told me you can still access that if you've got no battery, but I don't believe can them. Can you? I don't oh. know how that would work. I'm I don't want to sure. be what is this wizardry? No, <laughs> no. Let's put somebody else out to test that out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be clambering <laughs> over the barriers. Yeah. Need a young really. intern to do that. That's the kind of job that we need an intern for. Yeah, if you could do our social media, and then also if you could go on a tube journey with ten percent left on your battery, <laughs> let's do it. If you want to do that role for us. Get in touch. Well up for that. <laughs> I've got one. Right. So you've had a morning session. Yeah. You've got nothing on till an evening show. You're in town. Might as well live life to the max. What are you doing? How, how long have you got it? Oh, okay. Let's say five hours. Five hours. I am a big fan of the wander around town. And I think mm. that's um that's basically how I used to get my exercise, would just be just walk around London. I just love it. I I I used to think by this point of life, I'd maybe want to move out a little bit further, but I just, I love it. And I think just walking around, looking up, trying to see things that you haven't seen before, having no schedule, um, that's that's enough. And yeah. I think that's also extra precious when you've got children because you can oh, yes. wander at your own pace or you can power walk at your own pace. You're not encumbered by a, either a a slow toddle and let's uh, let's stop and look at every mm. bit of pavement. Um, <laughs> and equally, you can just meander. Definitely there would be a, a coffee break somewhere in there. Yeah, where? Where will you go as your hit list? Um, a classic would be a Monmouth, is, mm. you know, if I'm that part of town. I love that, the espresso bar at the National Theatre, if I'm oh, that yeah, way yeah. over. And then a cake from Conditor and Cook. Oh, oh my I God. I mean, dreamy. And my dreamy... Meal in town. I love a Mildred's. Um, it's good, isn't I love it? the curry we in Mildred's. Recently. Love Very that. Good. And see, there's a few more of them popped up. There's one in Covent Garden. I've not tested out yet. So um, that is, 
Yeah, I, I don't like having the kind of appointment commitment, just a wonder. That would be that would be a treat. Bit of shopping, have a little bit of window shopping. Probably mm. won't end up buying anything, but I'm an R for a while. Glorious. Mm. Oh, oh I feel dream. relaxed already. I know, I was oh. just thinking that. I fancy going and do that. Yeah. Now, if you needed the toilet on this walk, have you got any Oh where, where, where'd you go? If this you, is if you don't mind sharing them. This is gold dust information. Um so back when I was academy and beyond i used to work at a lot of hotels doing afternoon tea at one point i used to do playing the harp a uh, playing the yeah. harp yeah although i did once get asked in the lift <laughs> if i worked there and i didn't realize working at a hotel wearing sort of you know a nice dress meant are you working there oh, oh no because no. i went yes and then he was like I realised that he he meant was I was I for sale at that moment in time, <gasps> and then we had to get up to the fourth floor in the lift with someone that I'm then explaining no 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 I'm not a prostitute uh-huh. I live above I lived above prostitutes at that time but I'm definitely not one yeah um, but I mean you you could be but they'd have to pay porterage so. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like oh yeah you know you probably wouldn't want me because I've got the porterage yeah, on you top eat um, at uh, Salford Keys. You used to have to show your passport to go when you went in the door in the evening in case you were a prostitute. And I used to be carrying a cello on my back. I was like, what kind of an act do you think I do? <laughs> Come on. Although. Well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> now there's the idea that your retirement plan. Quite. It's that. Um, yeah, so I'm digressing from the fact that I know where all the toilets are in really nice hotels. And I also know that you turn up to work in them as a musician and nobody's questioning you, wandering in, going in. So I would just rock on into, you know, the Langham Hilton. Well, it's not a Hilton anymore. Mm-hmm. Pop down, pop a bit of nice molten brown on. Oh, yes. Um, that's a, you know, that's my gift to you. Just right. look confident. The and then Langham. Waldorf. Waldorf. Where, wherever you are, there's a nice hotel around. Yeah. Maybe just a questioning look at your phone, like going, oh, oh, you're not here yet. Oh, okay. Oh, I'll come back later as if you're about to meet someone. Done. Tick. Nice. Lovely. It's better this than a Weatherspoons, isn't it? Yes. 100% better. Done. If not, just I'd go for a Liberties or a department store. Oh, yeah. Store. Lovely. Or that, or that alleyway down the back of the heart. <laughs> is that that's where a, you go that's yeah. a real I thought I'd smell that I thought oh Seb's been <clears throat> here before <laughs> <laughs> who's the most famous person you've had in your car oh in my car um, I don't think I've had anyone particularly famous in my car no, that would be you, Bob Knight. No, well, okay, let's extend this one out and allow his car involved. His car. Yeah. People that we might have picked up from somewhere. No, I don't think there's any any driving. We've had people here. We've had people come and rehearse here. We had like some. Aviva aren't listening to this, so. <laughs> The insurance company. No, no, I don't use my car for work. Isn't that why? Um, isn't that why it's so expensive for musicians? Because they just in case you pick Rod Stewart up. From yeah, Gatwick. yeah. Bob's had a few emails and calls. So he was meant to be going and meeting Rod, Rod Stewart at Christmas because he books a few things. But nobody's nobody's been graced with um, going in the car, <coughs> which is a shame because I'm an excellent mm. parker. That's, oh, are you? Yeah, well, that's something. See that. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's my specialist skill. I've, I've written down, what's your favourite parking app? I 
should have done my own parking app many, many years ago. <laughs> I am the queen of knowing where to park in London. It's just a kind of skill that comes along with playing the harp. Yeah. People ring me up wherever they are in central London. Where would you park if you're around here? You know, I don't want to be giving away too much of this no, information. We've had the toilets. We can't, yeah, we can't get too much. But you know, not fair. Just saying. <laughs> I've got the. I've got that information. It's it's strong information. I'm also good at parking, just because obviously I've got a massive car to get the harp in. And if there's a space, you, you're going to get into it because when you turn up for a job and you've allowed yourself half an hour to find a parking space and there's one space that you could maybe just get into, but nobody else is going to be able to get out of it. (laughs) You were getting into that space. And my first car, my Sierra Estate, didn't have power steering. I didn't even realise it at the time because it was my first car. And so there used to be these three or four spaces outside Academy that you could park in. And they were were tiny and kind of up on the pavement a bit. And if there was space, I was getting it. I mean, it was going to save me 10 quid or something as a student. It's like, this is a necessity. Um, So, yeah, I've got good parking skills. It's your superpower. Yeah, so I'd like to show that off to someone famous, well-respected. But I can't think of anyone that... Well, get back to us on that. Yeah, I'll maybe save it for when it's not got loads of, like, tune-up raisins in the back and Mm. stuff. (laughs) (laughs) At the moment, um, I've got... Uh, a whole tub of baby powder, baby milk <laughs> powder that my my brother's daughter spilled on the floor. Oh, well, she, I think good. my brother spilled it on the floor. And that's that sort of warm, malty, milky yeah. smell, isn't it? Yeah, and it's been there for two oh, months. Right. Oh, that must it's, be kicking up. And I just haven't. I'm just going haven't to say it. it's just there. It's like, oh, I just I get yourself some bicarb of soda. Sprinkle it on top and then get your hoover. Yeah. My peak generally excitement is that we've just bought a new shark cordless hoover. Other brands are available. Yeah. So oh, exciting. I've got one of those too. So exciting. They're I mean, great. I'm not sure that's. It? Yeah, it's on yeah. offer. John Lewis, solid. Yes. Um, pet so friendly. Pet friendly, hair yeah, friendly. Hair friendly. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much what January is going to be about. It's very, very the, the floor is very clean in here yeah. for the listeners. I am just jealous. so you know, it is, it's immaculate. In well, here. that's because we both wanted to go, so it's probably been hoovered twice <laughs> in the last 24 hours. <laughs> right. My turn, my turn. <laughs> the yeah, novelty will last well. about a week. <laughs> Come back next month, it'll be back to cat hair. And... Um, so, kind of leading on from the celebrities in the canal car scenario god canario canario um have you ever had an excruciating conversation with a celebrity because and this is in reference to somebody i won't mention their name <laughs> they might be listening but this is one of my favorite stories she's ever said she's such a great together person <laughs> and she <laughs> She was doing a gig. I think it might be a Kanye West gig. And I wouldn't be surprised if you weren't I, on that I line. did do lots and of Kanye so West gigs. And you might know this story then. And she <clears> came <throat> out. It was backstage. She was going to the loo. And uh, and she said there was like Jay-Z and Beyonce were sat down on some sofa. And they were like all of Kanye's mates were kind of lining. A the, lot of, there were <laughs> the a lot, lot of hangers on us. <laughs> she said she tripped. And they went, whoa. And she went, she said, I don't know what came over me. She quoted back a lyric at him in a very British, very posh accent. She went, drive slow, homies. And they just went, oh, God. And had to walk on. And even saying it now is actually making my palms sweat on her. I'm really, my chest is It's making me feel oh, a bit I am sick. so that person. I feel that and feel like that is so, that is so me. 
I've thought of possibly the most heat rising um, interaction uh, was this is an amazing series of events. So we lived up the other side of Ealing and Bob, who fixes bands for you know TV and stuff, had booked a backing band for Nicole Scherzinger and they were recording it at Ealing Studios just down the road. And I was I was just off to my yoga class, you know, because that's the kind of together person I am. Not so much anymore. And um, he rang me and went, oh, God, one of the backing singers has been taken ill. She kind of just fainted on set as they were doing the camera rehearsal. And Nicole was like, oh, I know what's wrong. She's sick and she needs medicine. Um, so so she was kind of carted, <laughs> carted off. And he said, oh, do you reckon you just get down here, bring a black dress and you can just come and like, you know, click your fingers. And my best mate, Annabelle Williams, who's an amazing singer, was the other vocalist. So I was like, yeah, you know what? That's absolutely fine. I just shove a black dress on got down there in like 10 minutes and he was teaching me the lyrics putting makeup on for me doing the whole thing she's like we'll just go left or right we did that got away with it and you're just like yeah this is great I'm pretending to be a singer my life is made (laughs) and um and then at the end of the performance there was also a dancing on ice the next day tv again it's all miming but she said to her people who then relayed to Bob Nicole would like the same backing singer to come tomorrow that came today because she doesn't want the other girl that was unwell to be unwell again that's very charitable I thought great day out at Dancing on Ice they do your hair their makeup so it was really get to hang out with Annie for the day cancel the wedding gig I'm in <laughs> so we got there we did the camera rehearsal and she was singing live and we were all just miming and I was beginning to really live this now. I'm just like, yes, the full rod, giving it the big clicks. And then she comes up after the camera rehearsal and she goes, girls, just to me and Annabelle, um, I'm a little bit nervous. I'm not going to try and do the accent now. Um, but this is the first time I've sung this song live on TV. Do you mind if we have a little rehearsal, just the three of us? <laughs> I felt the heat rising. And I, in that moment, and Bob was pretending to play the drums and another friend of ours on guitar saw the whole interaction. I could see them just absolutely like pissing themselves with laughter. And I thought, right, I've got, I've got three options here. I could just fess up and be like, I'm not, I'm not the singer. And then I thought, oh, that's going to be like, that's going to get Bob in trouble. Um, I could just run. I could just run, <laughs> never come back. And maybe this is the retirement plan, you know, that would just never see me ever again. <laughs> or I style this out and I start acting like a singer and being like, <laughs> and we're just going to, we're just going to sing as a little trio together in the middle of a TV studio. And that's, that's where I went. Oh, that's where I went. You can't touch me now. There's no turning back. Annie was amazing. She felt my pain and was like being like a diva singer, like pushing in front of me, singing a bit louder and a bit closer to me. <laughs> and somehow we got through it. And she walked away. Thank you, girls. Thank you. So I feel so much better now. I feel, thank you. I cannot thank you enough. <gasps> Oh, oh my god! I'm still feeling the heat, and that's that's kind of as close to that dream, the dreams where you're like, <clears throat> now you're singing live that's on horrific. stage. Oh, well done, well that's done amazing. for getting through that. Oh god, 
That story's in Nicole Schertzinger's autobiography, so it's one of the pivotal moments. <laughs> well, I know, but career. you know, she, she we, we made that performance happen for her. You know, it could have all gone away. <laughs> it could have been day, the end of her believes. career. She yeah. believes. Yeah. You're she believes. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm waiting for my my, rec- <laughs> my personal request to be in her touring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Imagine gosh. that. Yeah. Oh. So actually, Glesney Roberts, I, I messaged her yesterday when we were in this in this state of, well, we, you know, we have to cover new things, aren't we? We're going to go over new ground. Um, and she, well, let's directly see what she said one of the things she said um it was about it was about miming vocally but she thinks that you also uh hang on where are we so it all comes out (laughs) this is the real stuff that nate williams doesn't get (laughs) yeah (laughs) ha nate um so did some mimes on voice and block capitals the bass Oh, yes. Also living my best life. Where these was are, this? These are dream scenarios. So when I finished Academy and Bob and I moved in together and he was playing the bass and all his friends were so cool. They were all like rhythm section players. I thought, I could play the bass guitar. He's only got four strings, you know. <laughs> I know what I'm doing with the bass clef. Um, so his friend, Andrew McKinney, gave me a few bass lessons and was basically teaching me the function sets so I could go in and depth for him. So if you ever want someone to play My Girl or Sign Still Delivered, that's fine. But that's about as far as I got. And um, again, I think it was just a a TV thing that Bob was fixing and they wanted girls in the band and it was just a mime. But it was Smash Hits Pole Winners Party, <gasps> Wembley wow. Arena, Rachel Stevens. Oh, this is great. Eliza on guitar. Bob was pretending to be on uh, drums. Um, Hannah Versant, who was at Academy with me on keyboards, and me with my bass guitar. And they were like, oh, do you want me to carry that for you? No, no, uh-huh. I want to swan around in my swan hat um, <laughs> with my bass guitar on my back because I am a bass player. And just uh, it just mimed. I mean, I practice that mime more than I've practiced any mime, probably any live gig at all. I was like, yeah, I, d- I definitely know this. But yeah, with, I was really swanning. Which song was it? Was it Sweet Dreams? It was, um, oh, there goes the doorbell. Um, you that buys you time. That, that buys us some time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get that in my Rachel Stevens songs, trying to think. I'm remembering the best one I can think. That's the only one I can think yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we're. I think we're getting away with this, sir. I think it's going all right. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I've learned a lot. I like it. I like this format. Me too. I like it too. Hmm. What have you got? Have you got anything classic I've left? I've got a few more, but um, mainly transport-based. <laughs> Do you have a late-night motorway driving snack of choice? Um, well, no snacks count in the car, do they? No, no. So it just, it it's cracking something open like Chris that I wouldn't normally gravitate towards. I'm more of a biscuit and a chocolate person, mm. but I'll just get the salt and vinegar chip sticks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Once you start, that's it. Until the <laughs> roof of your mouth is raw. And you're, I can you're, do you're a whole packet. In, in just, oh, yeah, you get out the other end. What do you call that? Just um, dust. <laughs> yeah. Crisp dust. Crisp yeah. dust. Yeah, yeah a lot of crisp dust. Have you had the M&S bags, mixed bag things of jalapeno flavoured, like yeah. mixed? Yeah, oh. Glesney introduced those to me. God, they're good. Sour cream and jalapeno. Yes. Ooh. What's your favourite okay. shape in those bags? Yeah, I like ones. Uh, I don't like the two tough ones. I like the, the rounds. I think the wheel ones. Oh, you like those? Yeah. Do you put them on, like, on your tongue. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I like do. the sort yeah. of penne shaped ones. You put it like, yeah. ram it up like between your teeth and get. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what you do? Yeah. Tips from the top. Yeah. Crisp tips from the top. Important stuff. Yeah. Hard hitting. Yes. <laughs> it's very important. Um, I like have that, you, you know, ever fallen asleep on the dis- on, no, 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 on the Piccadilly <laughs> line and woken up in Uxbridge? Um, no, I've I've done the, oh, I've gotten the wrong branch. I've never fallen asleep on the tube. However, after the kids were born, this was another Nicole Scherzinger story. Um, Bob was playing with her, um, having been invited back, going, do you know that backing singer? Um, <laughs> he fell asleep, but it loops round at Heathrow. So you're not even left stranded in West London. Aye. It loops round and you end up in Cockfosters. Oh, That's what happened no. to Bob when no. I think Rosie was maybe about four weeks old or something. He's gone, yeah, I'll just do this gig in town because it was like four songs. He nearly fell asleep. I think he actually did sort of almost fall asleep in the gig, fell asleep on the way home and ended up in Cockfosters on the last tube. Oh, no. I mean, I don't even really know where Cockfosters where is. is. It's just a really long way away from West, from it's West London. It's got to be 30 miles away. It's got to be at least. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. No, so heeding his his actions, like just trying not to be less Bob, um, <laughs> I have stayed firmly awake. It's no. not too far getting out this way. It's quite easy. No, it's quick, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's transport for London. Yeah. Um, who, right, okay, I don't know if you'll tell us this. Who was your last message to on your phone and what does it say? My last message was to Neris Richards to say happy birthday. It's her birthday today. Oh, my God, is oh. it her birthday? Yeah, there you go. Oh. Public service, anyone wants to wish. Great. Happy birthday, Neris. Happy birthday, happy Neris. Birthday. Um, yeah, that was the last message. And um, and the one previous to that was sorting out Mandela tickets for Wednesday because that's the kind of last minute West End Wendy type of activity <laughs> for a week in January. Lovely. That sounds like enough stuff. It's good. You got nothing's planned, not too much. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's, it's good. really good. I'm embracing the downtime this time around. You know how sometimes in the January you're sort of looking ahead going, mm, no, mm. I, I really should be doing something and earning some money. I'm thinking, ah, oh, it's been it was quite manic towards the end of last year. And I think we'd all forgotten what real manic kind of up to Christmas working lifing situation yeah. is. So yeah. That's exactly so just what we've been cracking saying. into the box sets. Unashamedly. What are you watching at the moment? Um, well, I am three episodes away from the end of Better Call Saul. Oh my god, I love it. It's so good. Isn't that last series just incredible? So hard hitting. You're three episodes away. So you right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I had to take a little kind of like breather for a couple of days because I know it's coming to an end, and I'll be really sad when it's finished, and it was going to leave a big gaping hole. But I do love a box set that almost um, punishes you for looking down at your phone. Like you've really got to pay yes. attention to this one because yeah, yeah. it's so beautifully shot. <clears throat> and so much of it is to think, oh, that, those signs there are symbolic and all that stuff that you'd miss if you were just casually sort of, you know, checking in on social media. You, so, can't, you can't at all. Can no, you, you miss it all. It. Miss it all. That's good. So, have, you, have you managed yeah. to avoid spoilers so yes, far? Yes, I have. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so there's big things that have happened so far um, and 
No, they're, had, they're no. just shocks, aren't they? Yeah, when, when... real shocks. I've just had a, a real like, whoa, moments yeah. in the last episode, hence just taking a minute to yeah. absorb some of the brutality of it. But I really like Breaking Bad. Yeah. And do you remember when we were at National Theatre, Brian Cranston was also oh God, yeah. on something at the same time in a no. different theatre. Did you see it? Network. I did, yeah, yeah, but I, I, I again, you know, drive slow homies i <laughs> i did a kind yeah. of cringe high because there's this corridor that's all painted yellow isn't there with that, sort like of downstairs yeah, like, yeah it's um it's sort of yellow brick road a bit kind of magical and otherworldly and i was walking down it and he was walking up it and i think because he was so firmly in my consciousness as somebody in my world in my living room i went oh hello you know like we knew each other really well and he was just like it was very nice, but he's like, hi. <laughs> but, but just, yeah, I just gave it really over-familiar vibes and then just went, oh, oh. it's Brian, oh, it's Brian. Um, That's fine. Yeah. It's good. yeah, I was like, okay. I, I, was, um, I was coming out of the stage door with my Brompton, my trumpet case, and he just came in, held the door open for me. Oh, he was yes, like, he did. But he was like, he'd just come in from signing autographs. And that, and, but he was just like, oh, uh, hi, oh, thanks, uh, just quite I was like unassuming oh, oh my god but, but I mean when I heard he was going to be there I was I was like right I, I'm definitely gonna if I see him I'm gonna say hello and just like how much we respect thanks, his you're work you're brilliant because I like in fact I watched it last night that you know there's that there's a video of him where he's sort of saying his his biggest tip for actors right which can be applied to anything which is like he he said he um he was spent ages auditioning for things and and trying to get jobs and just not getting them and and then he just suddenly realized like a road to Damascus moment he was like you just got to go and present present something you walk away and there's a power in that yeah you just do it you go because it's so out of your hands yeah you just got to do your thing and go don't hang around just leave because there's so many decisions that are um, after that aren't there absolutely and but you're not in control of any you're not of those in control, so, so don't worry about it so any amount of worry and brain space that that takes is actually yeah. just completely futile yeah so I, I think about that a lot. That's, that's, that's wise. good. Really it is helpful. wise. Wise so man. I wanted to, you know, just, just to say, yeah, that, that was excellent. Well, whatever. But anyway, I didn't. I didn't. So yeah. I just sort of went, hi. And I always <laughs> just think it's really amazing that somebody comes to the forefront at that stage of his career because it just gives you that kind of impetus that actually there is longevity and you shouldn't just have a go. And if it doesn't work out straight away, go somewhere else. Just that mm. keeping going down that route. Yeah. And just be- believing that something will come at the right yeah. time. And look at, you know, the people that are in Better Call Saul, like older actors, mm. relatively. Because yeah. Bob Odenkirk's you know, in his 50s, isn't he? I think, yeah. I think Ray Seahorn is 50, actually. She's she's older than she looks, I think. I, um, I mean, I, I might be wrong about that. <laughs> I, I know I could get this answer from Google, but I heard yeah. a rumour that they are actually a couple in real life. Is that just no. a rumour? Or have you just seen a photo oh, of them I standing think... next to each other? <laughs> I think that put two and two together. I, did, I didn't want to Google it in case I get like too much Ooh, information I from. Don't know if that's true from the thing. I don't know, but this is how rumors start. I, I'm just going to look up Ray, Ray Seahorn's age because um, she's excellent. She's so she's good. Really excellent, and um, yeah, she's she's kind of quite dark and twisted as well. Even though seemingly, as you sort of approach the series, you feel like she's quite kind of together and neat and like clever, and she's actually yeah. quite. Oh, she's 50. I was correct. But she looks great.
Well, that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Millie. Oh, um, I'm so glad that she went along with that and didn't think, oh, God. But I know, was she was just immediately like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Um, and useful information in there. You know, toilet stops in yeah. London, very important. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know, snack information. Definitely. Where, where's good. your where's your toilet stop of choice in town? Mm, yeah, somebody like somewhere like Liberties is good, isn't it? If I've uh, never been if to that. Around that way, very nice, very nice. Oh, yeah. I tell you, where's good? Fortnum's. So they've got lovely hand Ooh. cream up there. Yeah. Oh, I bet. That's yeah. Good. Another. Good That's one. good. I, I always sort of find myself around by Seven Dials or somewhere like that. Ah, uh, yeah. And you know that bit where the um, the food market is? They've got a toilet yes. in there. Like where Super Dry I know is exactly sort of where downstairs. you mean. Yeah. That's, it's free. Is it um, acceptable quality? It's it's fine. Yeah, they've recently redeveloped it. Okay, good, 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 good. It's a bit better. But I, I think I'd hold, I'd, you know, really hold and go that extra distance and find myself at Liberties. If, yeah. If there's an option, even, unless I'm desperate. Yeah, I hadn't even considered going to hotels. It's good, isn't it? It's a good tip. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> um, hotels are going to be um, teeming with musicians now looking for the loose. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, listener, if you loved that Camilla episode and you want even more, then there is actually some more stuff which we've put in our Patreon yes. episode for this which uh, you can listen to by joining our members bar and the um the link for that is in the description yep but it's also patreon.com forward slash three in a bar yeah if you can retain that <laughs> if you can on. retain that information and it's only three pound fifty a month plus fat and what you get for that you get extra episodes and behind the scenes content and little emails from us and yeah. the warm feeling of knowing that you're supporting us making this show. So consider so why it. Not? Why yeah, not? Yeah, why not join up? Come on. Go no, on. Just try it out. Try it out for a few months. You might like it. Yeah. In fact, you could probably join it and then cancel it. And I think you still get access to the podcasts. So oh, don't tell the them that. Podcast. Don't no, tell them no. that, Seb. Don't tell them. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> just join. Um, just join. Um, there you go. Yeah. Now, what? Uh, what? What's, what else is going on? Hey, we've uh, yeah. we've got the old the instrument swap going, haven't we? Stage one today. Yeah. Tick. Grade one. What are we calling this? Uh, Grade one again. <laughs> yeah, it's very much that. I'd say from early signs <clears throat> that you are going to find this quite straightforward and i fear that i'm not <laughs> no so if you haven't listened before uh i'm gonna do grade one cello that's what verity plays cello and i'm and verity is gonna do grade one trumpet that's what yes. i play so basically we're doing <laughs> you we're see doing that. you understand this now yeah, you got this you got this. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh someone um, told me today that yeah. grade one costs 51 quid you're kidding me What's it? If <laughs> yeah. £51. Pounds. So if it's, how much is grade eight, for goodness sakes? It's got to be four figures. 
<laughs> That's crazy, isn't it? That is absolute madness. ABRSM grade one. Fifty-one pounds. If if it's that much, Let's I want see. to get a T-shirt, a medal. A certificate. Yeah, it's not a half marathon. No, that's what I was thinking. I want to have an energy bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a cup a of little, energy drinks. A little tube of peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. And a voucher to go and get a pint at the local pub. Yeah, it's 51 quid. Oh, my God. I take it back. We're grade A. Grade A yeah, is 119. Much? 119? Yeah. Do you know what? I don't feel like that's enough bother? discrepancy in cost. That, no. that doesn't seem right to me. 51 to 119, and you have to spend a lot more time in that exam for grade mm. eight. Oh. That's true. Do you think we should get on, we talked about this on here, should we get on a an examiner but disguise their voice? <laughs> I don't know if you've spoken, I know we've spoken about that and I love <laughs> this idea. <laughs> Is there a way of disguising someone's voice without someone being able to undisguise someone's voice? Oh, that's good. good point. Let's Google that. And we could say, hey, why is the grade one so expensive? And they go, well, the thing is that um, uh, we do overheads <laughs> in this business and it's the time, it's the time taken up. Yeah, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those cups of tea don't pay for themselves, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And the three um, little pencils we get out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh God! Well, well anyway, yeah, we anyway, should we, definitely so we, get an examiner on. D- uh, definitely, uh, I think it'd be good. Good angle. Yeah. What do you reckon? Do we write to the ABRSM maybe? See if they'll send their top, top, top brass, top brass. Yeah. Yeah, top brass. Let's do it. Okay, we'll do that. Um, that is that's a plan. Yeah. Um, well, uh, look, so, we, yeah. I think you did very well on the cello today. Thanks. We did uh, film it actually. I think we'll stick it out as a little. Okay. Little oh, I won't reel. say too much then. Um, I think there's more. If you if you're in the Patreon members bar, you can uh, you can listen to a little little bonus episode which will be up in a day or so. There that's we go. Good enough for you. Another reason to join. Yes. Yeah. Great. So well, no, I, um, I feel quite motivated about my trumpet practice. <laughs> Yeah, you were I, great though. You were I, great. I don't know. I my lip went very quickly. Well, that's absolutely normal. You haven't yeah. played. I mean, you played baritone before, but <laughs> I think we discovered that I probably wasn't that good on the baritone when I when I showed you the extent to which I couldn't <laughs> slur. Anyway, yes, you did great. You 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 got a good sounds, uh, good embouchure. Okay, um, good embouchure means mouth position. Nice. Um, I know you know that. <laughs> you have but to repeat it slowly to me. Remember what we spoke mouth. about earlier. <laughs> <laughs> it means mouth position. Yeah. Yeah. But well, you you're... know, you could and you could you could slur between C's and G's. Yeah, um, just about and all sorts of things. Yeah. And you, you, yeah. Your bow you hold good. was very good. Oh, thank you very it much. Was, it was jolly good. I was quite impressed (laughs) and, you know, slightly disappointed to see how potentially easier this could be for you. But I'm thinking you should be aiming for a good solid 140 at the very least for this. My brother told me today that he got grade one cello. He got the pass mark. Did he? Oh. (laughs) And then we discussed about whether you're actually, whether it's possible to fail grade one anything. And if you're going to fail, do they just give you the pass mark? Well, we could 
put that to the test as well, couldn't we? Why don't we just... We, we could ask the examiner that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. In fact, that would be better. Less humiliating, wouldn't it, than trying to fail. Um, yeah, let's do that. So many questions. I have so many questions. Listener, if you've got any any interesting um, exam anecdotes or uh, experiences, then get in touch. <laughs> I'm trying to in- increase the engagement. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, why don't you drop us an email at hello at com? We love an yeah. email. Or even you just do. pop a little note in our in our social media inboxes. Is that yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Pop yeah. it in. Go on. Uh, I think we should finish now. I do too. Yeah. They've had enough. And um, we'll be back next week. Yeah. Not sure who it is yet. Do we? Do we know who well, it is? We've got a few people in the bag ready to pop out. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I know, but I'm not going to say. You might okay. not agree, but we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, always. Uh, great. Have a lovely, lovely week and um, speak to you next week. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.